You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the Bulls standing pat at the trade deadline and it paying off in a loss to the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to get into it all and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> so Pat. I love you, dog. I love you too, bro. I really do. (laughs) Oh, man, it's been a day. So it's been a day, man. So the Bulls decided to stand pat. But before we talk about the the lack of action at the trade deadline, hey, man, the Bulls got uh, beat by the Brooklyn Nets, uh, a team that was built on continuity versus a team that's been together two games. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's laughable at this point, right? Like you, you're, you are, uh, AK said that he was going to, you know, that the East was wide open and then you immediately lost to the Brooklyn Nets after saying, oh, well it's wide open because the Nets are uh, a team that now is beatable. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, they, they came out with no heart. They came out with no effort. They came out with no fight and they look like the exact team that we saw on the other side of the trade deadline on this side of the trade deadline. Nothing changed. Nothing was different. I don't know why people thought that because a day went by or AK thought I should say not people why AK thought because a day went by that you did absolutely nothing. No, it couldn't have been a work day for you, right? You had to be like on the golf course or something. He was you hitting lost the links. on your day off. He lost on his day off, bro. You know, he was hitting the links. You know what I mean? Like there's no way he was playing. He was, he was on the phones that like it it just it blows my mind that we think that this iteration of the bulls is as untouchable as we say and and it it blows my mind because like you looked at the team tonight versus the nets and it just looked like all night no one had answers zach levine was the answer and you know what there's too many nights where there's one answer and then nothing else there's too many nights where there's one answer and then nothing else. Zach Levine was an answer tonight. The rest of everybody else on this team doesn't even know what the question was tonight. And that's the problem that we keep seeing. Bro, I, I over on Chicago Bulls Center today had my therapy session, so I'm a little bit more centered right now than what I would have been had we went into this right after the game. But all I can say is this. Um... I said this over there, though. I'm just going to bring this over here. We're in a relationship with a team that doesn't love us back, and they don't care. Um, that is literally my pinned tweet. Yep. <laughs> That's my pinned tweet. That's funny, bro. From, like, like, 10 games ago, bro. <laughs> it's 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 so – it's almost laughable, bro. Like, and the Bulls came out, you know, and, and they eventually took the lead in the first and lost it back, and I'm just like, hey, what is happening here? Then we went down yep. by three at halftime. You know, Zach Levine's cooking. I'm like, hey, listen, Zach's cooking. All we got to do is have DeMar Vooch step up. One of them usually do. And then very quickly, 
I, they did get the, what they tied it briefly for a second again, and I was and I had no belief in it. When that that's when my brain broke, bro. When I literally am looking at this team and I'm like, yeah, they just tied it back, but we still not about to win. I had no faith, none, that we were gonna that we were gonna win. And I think, I think the biggest issue here is now like you're you're going into multiple games. We're, we're now on the other side of the trade deadline. And the biggest question is, where's the leadership on this team? And yet again, you're going into the buyout market very much like you did last year, looking for somebody who can add leadership to your team. You don't find that in the buyout market. You're going into the this team tonight. Look like like Billy Donovan. Listen, brother, I'm a defender. I'm somebody that at times like I'm not going to say. Drop my mouse. I'm not going to say that I'm your biggest fan. I probably was the first Bulls streamer to say before he was even in the talks, the day he was fired from OKC, he would be a terrible hire here because he doesn't adjust. He's lost with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Chris Paul. But when you've gotten here, I've still defended saying the players need to do more. I still believe the players need to do more. But why on God's good green earth when Zach Levine is cooking, do you take out a 26-year-old player? He's not 40. He is 26. Bro, he does nothing but play basketball. He's 26 years old. Why are we acting like... Oh, well, we got we got to make sure that he's not too tired by the end of this game. I can but, see if we're having a back-to-back. It's no back-to-back. We got a day off. You didn't even have shoot-around today. You decided not to do shoot-around because you wanted to walk through a hotel ball ballroom. Bro, what was I, they this, doing? The two-step? They was tangoing in the ballroom, bro? Bro, I have no idea. What are we idea. doing here? Bro, now I need that image of Billy Donovan and Patrick Williams tangoing in the, in the ballroom. But, like... Bro, it's it makes no sense, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, listen, they're not doing anything else. A Billy, strange the last couple of days, Bi- bro. I'm not Billy, gonna lie to you. Billy, because Billy Donovan isn't coaching. Patrick Williams didn't play the last 14 minutes. They might as well tango together in the ballroom. They might well, as well. P. Will, P. Will was dealing with an ankle injury. He was I, coming listen, into this game with an ankle. I get that. Injury. I'm yes, just saying. I'm just saying. Limited, limited he probably minutes. hurt the ankle dancing with Billy Donovan. <laughs> he hurt the ankle <laughs> dancing with Billy. Bro, it just it it blows my mind because it's just it it. I get it at certain points, right? Like I get staggering the players. I get, I get all of the actual coaching part of this, right? But there's a part where you just have to let players cook. Yeah. He was cook. You want to know what puts this game away? Zach Levine cooking. Billy Donovan would have took LeBron James out the shot before he broke Kareem's record. Like yeah, listen, you, and, and you got you got to reserve him for the I'm, next game. He could break it the next game. You got to reserve. Here's the him thing: the I'm not a fire Billy. I'm not. I'm not that guy. But it, I, I'm looking for logic in what we're doing here. I just want to understand the lot. Don't give me the Matt Nagy word salad, bro. I just want to understand. You watched him destroy, fam. He hit a shot, falling left, put it up right, while being fouled. It hit off the glass, went in. Easy money. He was cooking. He is a scoring assassin. And you said, hey, bro, hey, hey, chill all that out. <laughs> hey, you doing I all need, that scoring. We don't need that. Chill all that out, bro. What you doing? Yeah. You, you scoring too much. How dare you? Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I just, I'm looking for the logic in it. I can't find the logic in it. I can't figure out where where this Bulls team is going to get improvement from. I've t- I have said this. 
Clearly. And tonight shows the difference. You want to see the difference that a point guard makes? I don't know if that, Jacques Vaughn's been with the Nets for a while, right? I'm not, I'm not tripping on that. Like he's been with the Nets through like all of their changes. So now he's a head coach in this situation, I think. And Spencer Dinwiddie coming back is able to acclimate himself into that system. You want to know what a good point guard does for you? That. Spencer Dinwiddie came in, was like, okay, let's keep moving. Let's do this. You know what spot you're supposed to do? Boom. That's what you get. Yuta Watanabe, the Bro. beginning of a Kanye West song, was killing you from the corner all night. By the way, mister, I can't get rid of Alice Crusoe for anything for two first-round picks. How about you get over there a little bit? <clears throat> like, it's, it's, it's asinine. Standing pat. At the deadline, and I'm not, and we'll talk about this right as we get in the next segment. We'll go deep into deeper into what they did at the deadline or didn't do right. But there's nothing here in this buyout market. I get there's point guards, right? Russell Westbrook, John Wall, Patrick Beverly, all the dudes that we have laughed about a lot this season. Y'all think they just go? Oh, they just finna dr- all of a sudden be back? Russ, the best of the bunch, and I'm a Russ fan, and I just want to see it because I think it'll look good. I don't think we actually going to win much. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. We'll win during the season. If we if we get Russ, we'll win during the season. Russ will get us into the playoffs, right? And then Bro, I have no faith in this. I I I I don't I don't know yeah, what to get will. us into the playoffs, bro. I, no. Russell, Russell get us into the playoffs. You know, you know what? It's, it's going to be like the episode of, of Simpsons where Homer had every disease possible and it kind of kept themselves in balance. <laughs> you, add, you add cancer of Russell Westbrook to cancer, it kind of just balances each other out. That's what no, it does. I will say this, though, because there's one thing that Russ brings. One, MVP, leader of a team. Russ was a real leader of a team. Russ is going to come in here. He's going to be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> what, the, what are y'all doing in here? He's at least going to speak up. When Brian was sitting there and he was it, and everybody was talking about the points, Russ was the one person that stood up. And was like, "How about we go win this game?" Yeah, yeah. All right, oh, man. Well, next up, we're going to get into what the Bulls did at the trade deadline, aka nothing. But before we do that, got to talk AKA to you guys. Me, nothing actually. <laughs> that was a bad job. Uh, that, was I bad. mean, we understand it. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys about FanDuel this year. The only app that you need. At your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports book partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, and that's FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to three thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spread to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sports app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports sports book partner of the NFL.
We appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. If you missed it today, go check out the recap of the NBA trade deadline show that we had today. I was live on that as well. Me, Nick Angstead. We had John Corrales in that mug. We had a, a, a bevy of people in there. By the way, a bevy is my favorite word now because that's the, how many picks the Bears are going to get back. It's like, what is the measurement of that? Uh, make sure to check that out over on Locked On NBA. Great show. Tune in with us on that one as well. All right, Pat. So the trade deadline went down and everyone was wondering, waiting, what is AK going to do to improve this roster? How is he going to, was he going to make a move? What, what assets was he going to move? Was, was Zach Levine going to be traded? Was it going to be somebody like Kobe White, Alice Caruso? And we just finished the segment because that's what happened at the trade deadline for the Chicago Bulls. A big fat nothing. <sighs> you, you I, 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 I'll say this. I'm not ready. I'm not the person that wants the Bulls to make moves because everybody else is making moves. I've never been that person. Last year when the Bulls didn't make moves, it didn't make sense for the Bulls to make moves. It just didn't, right? Like there wasn't, there weren't trades that I was like, oh my God, you get exponentially better. You just needed to get healthy. This year, you could see the issues. This year, mm. you can see the problems that are uh, going on with the Bulls. It's not even hard to see. Like literally. From Stevie one Wonder when, song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally from 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 one team to another you know Shaq don't believe Stevie Wonder is blind that's a whole another story though <laughs> from one team to another you saw the difference that a point guard makes on one team and it makes on your team you saw point guards get traded away today uh you you saw big men get traded away today big men that uh, you have talked about wanting in the offseason or had talked about wanting in the offseason uh you saw multiple pieces continue to sit on benches that just aren't getting played because the teams don't know what their team is right now. And you did nothing. Today pissed me off mm -hmm. because there's no answers. And I'm not just talking about from AK. There's no answers on the court. There's no answers from the coaching staff. There's no answers in the organization. And when they asked AK about what, what's going on here, he said, oh, we were we were on the phones all day. Well, I hate to tell you this, right? But here's the biggest part. Here's my one of my favorite sayings in the world. Don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Mm. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I need you to say that one more time for the people in the back. Don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Hey, don't Tony Snell it. Tony Snell got 38 minutes in a game, 0, 0.0 rebound, 0 assists, 0 steals, 0 turnovers. How That's many fouls did he have? I don't know if he got I don't know if he got any fouls that game. He might actually <laughs> I bet you he probably had a good defensive rating there. But he's done that multiple times. That's the tough part. He's done that like multiple times in his career. Um but but you you have no answers here. You're sitting here talking about we were on the phones all day. We wanted to be buyers, not sellers. That's fine. I'm okay with you being buyers and not sellers. I saw second round picks getting pieces that could have helped you. Mm. Gary Payton the second Went for five second-round picks. Now, I'm not telling you that you could have gotten Gary Payton a second for five second-round picks. That's probably a relationship that's already built up between Portland and Golden State, right? Something that they've worked out, and so you're a little more okay with doing that. But, dog, there were like 30 – I believe there were 32 second-round picks traded today. That's for, wild. For bro. regular pieces. Jakob Polo went for a first, two seconds, and a player. That's – Ken Birch. Ken Birch, that's Marco Simonovich. 
It's Tony Bradley. Bro, he wish he was. It's Andre <laughs> Drummond. <laughs> now that's a fact. There uh, are pieces for you to get, and you just oh yeah, which I which I won't put. Mm, little high, my bad. Excuse <laughs> me. I, I apologize. <laughs> little high, little high, little high. Can you come down on the press? I don't know why I made him French. He's not French. I don't know. I don't. I didn't have AKs. You know. I don't know, bro. I'm, oh, I'm just, every time I try to do AK, they say I sound Jamaican. So you know, I'm not even. I'm not gonna to lie. Your your European accent for somebody that actually lived <laughs> over there is, is pretty bad, bro. Like you do because, Vooch, and I'm just no, like Vooch because speaks it, better it, English than both of us, and you make him sound like a caveman. Well, because if you want me to start speaking German, I can speak German. But I guess that's yeah, the, I, the bar- I guess that's the barrier is that I can speak German, but I can't do a European accent trying to sound American. It's it's very oh, wait, strange. Oh wait, so wait, is, does your German sound black? Is that what you? Like My German not? sounds sounds. I'm I'm near fluent in German. Near, but, but does it sound German or does it sound like a black yeah. dude speaking German? Like, no, you sound not, like no. Oh, I was gonna say, do you sound like you from the South Side? No, of like if, if you if you if you heard me and my sister speak German, you probably be like, wait a second, did that just come out their mouth? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, dog. I don't know. But, I mean, I mean, what what did the? I, I know you've been yelling about it all day, but like, what what realistically did the trade deadline show you about this team? It showed me this. It's we 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 have a long way to go before anything improves on this team. Um, we uh, and by that I mean a very very long way to go. Um, it's not gonna it's not gonna change anytime soon. If, even for the Bulls fans that say blow it all up, and I talked about this over on Central as well. Like I'm not even confident even if they did blow it all up that they draft well. Like that every every aspect of this team. Let's just let's just look at it. You have. Your $215 million man in Zach Levine that is supposed to at least be an efficient score that hasn't been an efficient score since the first 25 games of last season. You have your prospects uh, that are supposed to be developing in Io, Kobe White, uh, Dalen Terry, Patrick Williams, and none of them are developing in a meaningful way. Kobe White, I'll give it to him, but that's him putting in work in the offseason. You're not developing your younger players. You have Vooch. Vooch Vooch is doing his job. Shout out to Vooch. Not today, but Vooch typically does his job. Um, but nothing on this team is working in the way you have a head coach that you gave an extension that you initially said that you wanted to bring him in because of his ability to to develop. He's not doing that. Like, like what, what's happening here? There's the, 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 the only consistency here is it's going to be a long time until things get better. And the Ryan's doors. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the biggest thing here is that your leadership has to be players. Mm-hmm. You want your coach to be a leader, right? You like Pop is the leader over in San Antonio. We know that for a fact, right? 110%. Pop's Pop's the leader of that team. But that leadership needs to be put out on the floor. You don't have anybody to do that. And it's the same thing I started the year with. Who's going to be the guy that's going to be Draymond Green? Who's going to be Joakim Noah? Who's going to be Dennis Rodman? Who's going to be Grit? and grind, and sit there, and hold you accountable. The se- Joe Keeb Noah was in the season one year and tried to pick a fight with a dude they call body. <laughs> and then denied it. It was like, what do I look like trying to fight the strongest guy in the league? And then the players were like, no, he tried to fight him. Tried to fight him. <laughs> ben Wallace. Yeah. Tried to fight him. First day. Yeah, you know I mean? I don't know if it was first day. But it's just, it's, it's one of those things that, like, bro, like, you don't have anybody on this team that's going to sit there and give this team a kick in the butt, including the head coach. 
And that's where the problems will come in continuously. You'll be able to win some games. You will. You'll be able to go out there. But you know what? Uh, let's just do a quick exercise. Who's the leader on uh, the Boston Celtics? Um, oh, Marcus Smart. Who's the leader on the, the Golden State Warriors? Steph Curry. Lakers. LeBron James. Dallas. Luca, you see how quickly we can do that. Who's the leader on the Chicago Bulls? Because at this point, I'm sitting here like, "Hey, what Michael Ryan'sdorf got going on?" Because I can't say Billy, I, I can't I say Zach, who, I can't I'll say tell you DeMar. who's the leader of the, the Chicago Bulls being cheap. The concept of being cheap. That, I mean, we we weren't even paying. Like we can't even blame this on cheap now. Yeah, what were we paying today? None of the players that got traded are making money. Kevin Durant is making money, but like, really, who who's pay, who's getting paid? Yakapoto don't make that much. Freaking Mobamba don't make that much. Who's who's really getting paid? Mobamba actually do make a good. I was say Mobamba. Yakapoto. is double digits in the millions as well. I believe. I, I mean, we talk about like what 14, 15? I don't think he in yeah. the twenties. No, no, he's not in the 20s. No, hey, not that's, the 20s. that's regular money. That's cheap. We're not talking about expensive players. And we no, that, about his, wait, you're talking about expensive for other teams. For the Chicago Bulls, that's expensive contract there, brother. That's an expensive contract. I, I feel like we could say that previously, but like DeMar makes over 20, Zach makes over 30, Lonzo makes that. over 20, Vooch makes over 20. Like that, that's like we could say like the pieces that we bring in, in, right? The bench pieces, but like it's a lot of people on this team making money. It's a it's the same the where the same story does continue. And we do got to get to this final topic as well. Where the same story does continue, though, is that you're paying people. Are you paying the right people? You gave Carlos Boozer 80 plus. <laughs> Now we went back to Carlos Boozer. I'm just Damn. saying, right? Because th this is the thing about all Chicago teams. They're cheap. They're not cheap. They pay the wrong people. No, that, but it's not that. With the Chicago Bulls, it is cheap because it's the, the avoidance of the luck. It's the, the cost-cutting deals. That, 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 that It's the cost-cutting deals that have, they'll, they'll spend and do it. As long as you don't go into the, into the luxury tax, you can spend everything up into that luxury tax bill. But when you look at the like acquiring Yacoporto, I just looked it up. Only made eight point nine, so we absolutely could have acquired him for like a, a You're Caruso. You're not talking about expensive players, but you're looking at like it just ah man, all right, this team, bro. And 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 that's and that's the problem. You know what I mean? We're not. We are the smallest big market team in the NBA. We are mom and pop. Even with AK here, he's changed so much, but we are mom and pop. That's how this team is run. Everybody has to get along. Everybody has to be kumbaya. You know when the White Sox were winning, or the, when the White Sox, when the, when the Chicago Bulls were winning? When Michael, was Jordan was sit, when Michael Jordan was sitting there calling everybody a hoe in practice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is old, which is wild, just just to go back and also, see some of that. Stuff. Somebody just said that the that the Mavericks are cheap. The Mavericks have the fifth highest payroll in the in the NBA, but it's it's, it's between like three players though. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Very, very true. It's also because Kyrie Irving just got traded there. They did not yeah. have the fifth highest payroll previously. <laughs> well, no, they traded, so it's the same salary. It's, it's, nah, it's I mean, true. they had a mad salary, so they still had to be into the luxury tax. Um, I, bro, the, all I can say is this: I I grew up a fan of the Bulls, and the the we have throughout our history. Every like you can you can look at every version of the team it was eventually affected by cheapness. Yep. It it just was. Now I'm not saying that this is the problem. Now it's not. Like it's not the only problem. There's so many problems here. Yep. But the fact of the matter is, is that you orchestrated signing trades to bring Demar and Lonzo here, and then I believe we used an exception to bring in Alice Caruso in a year we did not have cap space. At this point now, to get out of where we are, to whether you want to get out of it or you want to try to improve. Taking on salary is going to be one of those things that has to be a part of it. And I don't know if the ownership group is going to allow that. That is not to excuse AK, Eversley, whoever it is, for not making moves. When you sit up there, and like I said, I'm using AK's own words. He said this season is not going, it's going to be a failure if we don't make it to the second round. Yeah. I tell you what, I know I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to future uh predict the future, but it's looking highly unlikely we making it to the second round. So this you you've been a failure by your own ass. Take my ex- expectations, take the fan expectations, take every expectations out of the out of the equation. AK's own definition of defining what will be a successful season for the Chicago Bulls, we have not hit. Before we get up out of here, man, um, because we got a little bit of time left here. There is still a market that we can't hit. Unfortunately, it's the same market that we found Tristan Thompson in. But the buyout pool is, is it projects to be a little bit better. It's it's a better buyout pool yeah. this year, and there could be multiple players on it that um the Bulls want to bring in. Of course, Russell Westbrook's the name that's been rumored here. Who are are the players on the buyout market that you feel like the Bulls need to bring to Chicago? Well, um, wait, because uh, we 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 don't have because initially it was like AJ Crowder may be bought out, and then he went to the Bucks. He's definitely not going to be bought out now. Yeah, bought out right they, now. They, so they they were thirsty for him. Five second listen, round bro. This five second round, you hey, listen, you fancy, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many second rounders equals a first? Like that's kind of how I felt today. I was like, how many of these you got to put together? For I think to four. I think we can put it three or four, three or four equal a first. Hey man, so they basically give a, a first in the first, a first in two seconds for J. Crow. But um, I mean, of course, the Russ and 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 John Wall interests me. It's as bench pieces, not as starters for me. Um, there's somebody else. I can't. I don't have everything. The like list I got, in front I of got me. some. I got some names Go up here, right? And I'm not gonna lie. There's some interesting names on this list, right? So Terrence Ross. Any interest in Terrence Ross? I don't hate it. Yeah, it's like I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of yeah. If you if you signed yeah. him, I'd be like, you signed another body. Uh, yeah. Reggie Jackson. Slide no. He he makes a. I mean, listen. I I I've watched the Clippers games because I mm-hmm. I like watching Kawhi and PG. And mm-hmm. boy, makes a lot of mistakes. Like he he look. Hey, y'all want to kill Russell Westbrook? Reggie Reggie not too far off. Uh, Seth Curry. Yes. I would 110% out of every point guard, point guard, point guard on this list, I would 110% see if you can get Seth Curry. But you're taking the chance of bringing in another injured point guard. This is true. 
and he's had a slew of injuries this season. I mean, a lot. But if you feel like you're going to make the playoffs, he's a guy that absolutely could come in and run an offense for you and feel good. Danny Green. Bro, if we miss out on everybody else, because to me, I, I know Danny Green and what he's done for other teams before, but has, is he still even that player? 35 coming back off of an ACL. I mean, all he is now is is three. He's no D now. Yeah. yeah this so, is true. Well, I don't know if that's one. I thought about it, but I don't that know. That was a that was a mild pause. Yeah, that's also, uh, hold on. Somebody asked a question on why we bring Seth here. Keep in mind, we're talking buyout candidates. So buyout candidates are not their they, full why contract. Would they buy out Seth. He's making yeah. eight million. Uh basically just because when you and at this point in the season, most players' contracts are paid off. Yeah, so yeah, they're, yeah. when they're buying out players at this point in time, you're not paying the full eight million. You're not even paying. You're paying not two thirds of the contract has been paid by this point of the season already. You, so you're not you're buying, buying out the full eight. Yeah, and and the money ain't even a factor. It's more so the fact that every yeah. time they try to put this boy on the court, he he's hurt fifteen games into it. Yeah. Uh, Serge Ibaka. Yes. Bringing in Surge. I wouldn't be mad at Surge off the bench. Wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Especially uh, if we still have Drummond because we're not relying on them heavy minutes. I like Surge. Kevin Love is a name that surprised me. Yeah, I know. And I've bounced back and forth because the rebounding aspect he brings that. Three-point shooting, he brings that to the – he killed us earlier this season with three-point shooting. But the defense, that that's the thing that concerns me with that. I mean, he can't play it anymore. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's he never really did. Now, he couldn't do he it when never he was 24 really years old. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Yes, if we if we all if the two other point guards go somewhere else, I wouldn't mind Patrick Beverly to come in because he's definitely going to be somebody who's going to look Zach in the face and be like, "Bro, what you doing?" And but here's the problem, right? Pat Pat's got the he's got the reputation of that. You already know that Muzz are going to be trying to tune him out the second he gets here. I love yeah, it. I, I, I love I was going to be looking I at him like. Chicago aggression. I love it for just looking Ayo DeSumo in the face and being like, bro, you close your mouth. Close your mouth, bro. Ayo do be looking confused, bro. <laughs> That's Ayo's default expression. Keep going. Uh, John Wall. Yes. Russell Westbrook. <sighs> bro, I'm really iffy on that, bro. Like, I've gone back and forth probably about 10 times on Russell Westbrook in the last 24 hours. I won't hate it. I won't I, hate it. I I would go get I would go get Russ, but that's just me. Um, the tough part is the only two teams that we're even remotely possibly being rumored to get, or I'm sorry, only two players we're being remotely possibly rumored to get because <laughs> Russ is the preferred teams of the Clippers and Heat. Clippers don't want him now um, because they just got two point guards. So basically, he's he's probably going to end up on the Heat. Uh, Seth Curry. Because they broke it down as teams to watch for, basically all of them. And then Reggie Jackson, because they break it down as teams to watch for, people who miss out on Westbrook and Beverly. <laughs> Fair. What about somebody in the chat mentioned Will Barton? How do you feel about Will Barton? Um, I don't hate Will Barton, but what, what is Will Barton? What is he? Is he six five, six? Like we got that guy. Six five, 180 pounds. Um, I mean, he's he's he didn't do much in Washington this season, but just last season he was a 14 point per game scorer on decent efficiency, about 43 percent, 36 percent from three point range. Taking taking, but see, thing he did that on he took 12 shots a game to get 14. Getting 12 shots a game 
on this team. And and, and you're missing the biggest point, my boy. He came from Denver. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when, That's true. When I'm when I'm playing next to the <laughs> the, the league two time league MVP, people aren't worried about the name Will Barton when they're closing out and they're like, "Oh snap, Will Barton's back there." That's <laughs> when you see Will Barton become a fourteen point per game player. I I'm not a I, I, I wouldn't hate it, but I mean, like, it, he doesn't really address much for this team. Um, mm. And the biggest the biggest problem with this team is it's not the efficiency on shots. It's the amount of shots. That's true. The efficiency has been hurt lately, but, like, the Bulls just don't take shots. That's a great point. They just don't. Uh, Matthew says, Pat, the Clippers didn't get any point guards. I don't think Eric... Gordon and Bones are considered point guards. Bones is a two. Eric is probably a point. Eric, Eric is a point. He's not probably. Eric's a point. He's been a point his whole career. Um, but yeah, I I the buyout market, I'm gonna tell you this right now. It's top heavy. There's some pieces you can get that I wouldn't hate, but there's nothing I love. And that's yeah, the buyout. That's market. a great way to to put it. There's nothing I'm I love at at the buyout market. There are some pieces that could potentially help you, help us considerably, but uh, I mean, it's buyout candidates, so it kind of is like, all right, if they don't work out, they don't work out. You're not, like, giving any long-term assets up or money up. But I just, bro, I, even even then, as long as this team continues to play heartless, whatever buyout candidate is going to introduce some heart. All right. I mean, <laughs> the only one I think I'm going to be real might be Seth Curry. And I'm just like, I don't even know if he's going to be healthy enough to play for the rest of the season. He's the only one I look at, and I'm like – Man, I would really like to see him in a bull jersey, bro. Like, yeah, it's the only one. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, hey, appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us, man. You can follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. We're also streaming this on Twitter, so just go on over there and uh, follow us on Twitter real quick. Appreciate y'all. And then, uh, yeah, y'all stay safe out of the Chicago Bulls are bad. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Bulls got me so confused I can't even spell my name. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now, for your second listen, go and check out got Locked On Game to Game NBA. Right. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on a Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace. This team sucks. <laughs> yeah.